Welcome to the Balance Code Podcast, a place where you have permission to step outside the hamster wheel of day-to-day life and learn tools to create more balance. My name is Katie Russler. I'm a licensed therapist and burnout and hidden grief specialist. I support ambitious, goal-driven people who are ready to get off the one-way train to burnout and start to enjoy life to the fullest. Oh, and by the way, I'm an American living in Germany who's still learning the language, mom of three and an entrepreneur. Living my balance code is what keeps me able to work in incredible ways without burning out. Welcome back to the podcast. So today I'm very excited to share with you Atuza, who's going to be talking to us about trauma. And you may be listening and going like, oh, this episode's not for me, but I really encourage you to hold on because we're going to be discussing all forms and types of trauma. And Atuza is really going to be able to share with us how it's impacting our stress and the anxiety in our lives. First of all, thank you so much for being here and welcome to the Balance Code podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Will you share a little bit about what you do, where you are in the world, and how you serve people? I am in Maryland area in USA, and um, I'm a shaman, a transformational healer, a spiritual guide. I've got a lot of titles, um, best-selling author, artist, uh, poet. But mainly what it comes down to, I think those are all coming together into one form of the work I do, which is to help people uh, heal their past, guide them to heal their past and move from that place of trauma that's holding them, that's running their lives and they don't know really, and to let go of those fears that they have and to start really trusting in life and going with the flow of life and seeing all the love and beauty that's around them and connecting to that so that they can live a more peaceful, joyful life from the inside. No matter what's going on on the outside, on the inside, you have peace and joy and love. And you can go through any situation in that aspect. I think that's so important today that we realize that all of this needs to come from the inside and not seeking it externally especially when craziness of the world, it will make you crazy on the inside too, right? So really doing the internal work. Now for our listeners, how do you define trauma? I define trauma as any point in your life where there was an emotional trigger that left an imprint in your behavior and patterns, meaning something happened It doesn't need to be big or small. It's just whatever left an imprint in you that from that point, you started changing your behavior. You started changing your patterns. And those triggers are still running the show today. Yeah. So that's how I define the trauma. And we know that the first six to seven years of our lives tend to be the most impactful. But, you know, and I know in the work that you do, you've seen this too. There can be things that happen in your teenage years that and even young adult years that shape and impact exactly what you said change your habits change your behaviors change your belief system well let's dive in then into how does unresolved trauma the things we've really not faced that emotional baggage that mental baggage how does it show up in the anxiety we're experiencing in our lives it shows up as trigger points and it shows up in how you are sort of living the life and you've turned off sort of to the inside. 
So for example, if you're going through life and you are not even noticing that you have these sort of rule books, you have these um, sort of, it's not OCD behavior, but you do things a certain way. Things have to be a certain way. And that's all for your safety. So anytime this sort of bubble that you've created for yourself, anything that touches this bubble or anything tries to break this bubble, you start getting anxiety, you start getting fearful, you know, anger may come out. And that's, those are the areas that you're not even noticing that you've developed something really simple as your morning routine that you have built. You know, it's not OCD, but you have that routine in place for a reason. And when something touches that routine, then you start to get anxious, you start to get angry. So that's how you're not, you may or may not see anxiety popping up. And then there's like general bigger anxieties about, you know, your financial situation, relationship situations, work, everything like that. That is those you notice easily, but also those things are related to those smaller ones that you're not noticing. Mm -hmm. So our anxiety is almost like the red flags that they're like, oh, something's here, something big or little, but it's something. Exactly. And when you go start to go in there and look at things, you'll see that everything we have, again, going back to those ages that you mentioned, things started in early life for whatever reason. And it's not to blame. That's why we came here. We came in this physical form to experience life, to have these emotions even. So those emotions, they're not, it's not a bad thing to have fear and anxiety, but it's, the, it's stopping you from living life. So once you start removing those triggers, finding out where they started, and it's not sometimes when we go to therapy, you know, mentally, we've sort of come to terms with those things that happened in the past. But those energetical, emotional imprints are still in there. What I call is like those little kids in there, those are the ones that are causing the havoc. So mentally you come as an adult, you're like, yeah, you know, everybody had that situation or that was normal back then, or it's okay. You know, I forgive them. But really that energetical, emotional place is where I go to take those out and heal those. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of people, when they hear us talk about healing and, you know, even being a shaman, they think, oh, this is woo or new agey, but they don't realize there's a lot of science behind epigenetics and um, obviously mental health and mental wellness. And so really what you're drawing to light is that our brains store things, not just memories with the actual play by play, but the emotional experience around that, right? The hippocampus holds on to that. And what you do is help people to bring that out. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, this is a little bit above my head. No, actually, <laughs> it's scientifically how it happens. We just all have different vocabularies for how we talk about this. How do you work with people who maybe go, mm, like emotions? I don't want to feel that, right? Because they've protected themselves by staying in their minds. So um, 
the first session usually people come to me because they're like, okay, I've tried everything else. I've tried therapy. I've tried this. I've tried that. Nothing's working. And, you know, by now I have a pretty good reputation out there, very good reputation as, you know, I've helped a lot of people. So they see that they're like, they come to me. It's like, okay, I've tried everything else. I've sort of given up. What can you do for me? And that's where the first session is for me, you know, getting them to see what I see. And that's where I connect with them on the energetical level. And I actually go pick out those ages. I tell them, okay, this is how you're going through life right now. This most of it, it came and the body is communicating with me. It's not a me like, ooh, you know, I'm. The, the energy of we're all energy beings, energy forms, and that's how we communicate. And I figure out, you know, if it came from the mom side, dad side, and even the ages, I go pick out the ages that we need to talk to them. When I give them the ages, usually that's when, or even the whole thing, they're like, yeah, that that's exactly right. At that age, this happened. At that age, this happened. And I say, okay, now that we're on the same page, now I have to connect you to those things. And I tell them, you know, it's their journey. It's their life. They have a choice to keep those things packed in a box. And anytime it starts to pop out, go like, no, 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 go back in there. Or they can bring it out, deal with it, and not have to keep worrying about those boxes that they're storing and taking up space. Get them out, let's clean them. But it's their choice. I always say, I'm the guide, I'm going to help you, but I'm not doing the work. I'm going to hold your hand as these emotions come up. I'm going to give you the tools that you need that is going to help you, not just as we're going through this, but later on when you're not working with me and those things come up so you can handle it as well. So that's, you know, and usually there most people they're right on board with me and they're like, yeah, okay, let's go do this. Yeah. Cause at that point they're believers. They're like, okay, yeah. you know, you're, you know what you're doing. And like you said, they've tried so many other things. If we keep, you know, hitting our heads up against a wall and, and thinking we're going to get somewhere new, right? Like that's not going to work. So you, it is worth trying out new methods if traditional therapy didn't work for you, if coaching didn't work for you, if, you know, whatever work you've tried, reading the books, doing the podcast, all the workbooks, all the things. So let's get back into our bodies and how the, I guess the unresolved traumas that from our past show up in our bodies. What are some of the symptomologies that you see happening? Any of those illnesses that you right now are having, those pains and aches, and some of them are explained like, you know, oh, high blood pressure, um, eczema, all those things. Um, and some, you know, you go to the doctor, the doctor's like, I have no clue why you're experiencing that. You know, take some pills. And that's, those are all related to emotional. And I, myself, you know, I had all these symptoms. I had endometriosis. I had ovarian cysts. I was in, from the age of like 15, I, they used to say, you know, I had rheumatoid arthritis. And even at that young age, I was like, no, I don't. I know what I, you know, this is not, this is all the 
pain and fear that I'm holding on to. And at some point, um, I don't know about like probably 20 years ago now, it was so bad that um, I was having those, um, there are these patches for arthritis that I would have around every finger from like up through my elbows. It was like these white patches just for the pain so I could go to sleep. And I don't have any of those anymore. I don't have any of those things that they told me. I never carried it. I never believed in it because my internal system always told me there's something else. So all those illnesses, they have their root into something. Even if it was coming from, you say, well, it runs in my family. Exactly. That trauma runs in your family and is getting passed down to you. Yeah. I find my clients who talk about like certain areas of the body that ache on repeat, or I, I always have to stretch. I always feel like I need to stretch. And I'm like, yeah, something's stored and stuck there. Yeah. And you, when you move it, wonderful, like stretch, great. But you also need to emotionally deal with what's there. And that's when they're like, nah, emotions, right? Like, no, we need to express this. Well, as we're a, a podcast that talks about life balance, Let's talk about stress and overwhelm and burnout. That is one of our favorite topics here. Um, unresolved trauma, obviously it leads us to having higher levels of anxiety. What about being more um, susceptible to stress and overwhelm? What do you see, especially in our society right now, that's going through a lot of different traumas on the collective? What are you seeing happen to our stress levels? Definitely everyone is running on high emotions right now. And again, going back to we are energetical beings, you are going to pick up on it. Uh, you meant collective. There is no way of hiding from those things. Um, as a collective, we are going to experience that. But again, if you find that space of joy and peace and love in your heart, no matter what's going on on the outside, you always have that space inside that you know it's sort of guiding you through life and you're moving through these things in a much easier, less stressful ways. And the more you connect with that, you're going to have that peace. And even better, you get to change that energy out there. The more of us that shift, Again, that collective is going to shift what's happening on the outside as well. And there's a lot of things you can do for yourself. I mean, at some point, you got to unpack those emotions and deal with it and see it. But uh, different forms of meditation, different daily things that you can do for yourself, love and gratitude, for example, not just love and gratitude for like big things in your life, but Everything that's around you, the air you're breathing, the sun shining, you know, somebody opening a door for you, somebody smiling at you, all those things can be a source of love and gratitude. Absolutely. When you were talking about like, we will feel what's going on in the collective. I always think of it like um, when you're at the grocery store in line and if there's like a lot of people who are grumpy or it's like 530 and I need to get home and I'm stuck in this line, you feel the energy of everybody impatient and if you just come in with a little more smile and a little more you know gratitude to the cashier things like that it can shift how other people feel if you smile at one person they might smile back now i live in germany that doesn't always happen people don't always smile back but you can try right you can 
smile and hopefully the mirror neurons go, oh, I should smile back. But that can shift things. So if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, so I'm feeling the energy of everything's going around. I'm feeling all of their emotions, but how do I change that? So I stop taking on their stress too. It is in how you respond. Like you said, that internal peace and happiness and just a sense of can impact the people around you. What are some tools you like to give your clients on really like releasing the emotions and stress of others around them? Because we do kind of sponge those up. There is definitely in the morning as you wake up, try to sort of start your day with love and gratitude. Start your day with going inside and finding that space in you. So you got to put that time in. For me, for example, my morning routine, everybody knows, is my morning coffee. I even like, I wake up really early and I like that darkness in the morning, actually, during especially like winter months. I don't turn on any lights. I mean, like I'm going through the dark and I'm seeing it. It's just, you know, your eyes get used to it. Or maybe when I need something, just a little bit of the phone light. But that is my quiet space where I go and I sit and I start my day that way with like, as I'm seeing the sun come up or, you know, even today, this morning, there was moon and the sun together. I was like, ah, how beautiful is that? I'm so grateful for this. And I sit there. That's how I start my day because that sets how I experience the day. Mm-hmm. And so morning and at night, definitely have some time for yourself that you connect inside and you find that peace inside. And then from there, it's just whatever we said. When something comes up, instead of feeding it, come back to that place. You always have that place inside. You you said the grocery line. You know, you're driving, there's traffic, you got to get someplace. Take a couple of mindful breaths. It's going to come... Take you back inside your breath and your heartbeat. Those two first thing that's going to you connect with and it reminds you of everything's going to be fine. Put your hand even on your heart if you have to. That always because over here, you're going to feel the chest rising. You're going to feel that breath. You're going to feel the heartbeat. You're going to connect inside. And again, appreciation for every small thing around you that you see really being grateful for it, really appreciating it. And, you know, if you know you're going to go into a certain place that is going to be really a stressful environment, for example, you know, over here, Germany doesn't have Costco, I don't know, but here, Costco, everybody's like, oh my God, every time I go to Costco, if you know you're going to go Costco, just imagine this sort of like a light bubble around you or what I call you put on this sort of invisible suit, you know, and you just feel that around you and then go in and you're going to see a little bit of a difference this time. So those are all the tools I give my clients. I love that. Put on like your, your suit, your energetic <laughs> personal <Yeah>. bubble suit. <laughs> That's wonderful. So For those who are going, okay, some of this is ringing true, and I'm realizing that I never thought I had trauma, right? You know, everybody goes through something like that, but now I see these things are affecting me, like maybe being bullied on the school bus, or um, I find sometimes like 
I love my brother. If he's listening, hi. Um, he probably feels some resentment towards me as the older sister who got certain things that he didn't get. And so there's that, that all creates trauma and it doesn't mean something super bad happened. So if somebody's like listening to this and going like, ah, I can see these things occurred to me. A coach said this, that hurt my feelings. A teacher scolded me in front of the class and it stuck with me forever. And now my boss, I'm scared of them. What do they do next? What's the next step once they realize, oh, wow, I do have something still there that I would call probably a trauma. Definitely start with those triggers. Uh, awareness. Awareness of all those triggers. That's the first step. Um, I actually wrote a book that I go over the steps. And for anybody out there, if you're in Germany, I cannot gift you any copies. Uh, Amazon doesn't let me. But if you go on Amazon, you can get the digital copy or the uh, physical book. But awareness is the first step. You got to become aware of your triggers, emotions when they're coming up. And then as they come up and you see them, sort of cre the awareness creates that space because now you see it. It's not sort of stuck in you and running the show. You're like, okay, now I see it. And everything on the outside is there to show you those things for you to be able to release it. Your relationships, your work, a stranger, all those things are there in place for you to see all of that. So awareness is the first step. And then once you become aware of it, then you have a choice. Tell yourself there is always a choice. There's a, and there's no right or wrong choice. It's whatever you are able to do at that point. If you want to continue on that same place, it's okay. That's your choice. At some point, you're going to keep, because the awareness doesn't let you keep making that choice anymore. Now that you were, you became aware. So it's there. You can't hide anymore. And whenever you make that choice, it's going to say, so we're choosing this again. Okay, let's go choose right. it again. And at some point, you're like, okay, no, I don't want this choice. I had pizza today. I had pizza yesterday. I have pizza for like a whole month. I don't want pizza anymore. I want something else. So that's as simple as it is. Awareness, taking responsibility, because it is you that's responsible for your life. And that's why when my clients come to me, the first thing I said, I'm just your guide. Even if you get in the hole, I'm not going to come in the hole with you. Yeah. I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you I'm here. I'm going to tell you I have your back. I'm going to support you. I love you. And I'm going to give you the tools that you need to come out of the hole. But I'm not going to get in the hole with you because that's your choice. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. If that, that's what you're choosing, it is your life. You are here to experience life the way you want to choose to experience it. You want to eat that pizza every month? I mean, okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully you choose something else. Um, what is the name of your book in case somebody is listening and they want to immediately jump in and find it? It's uh, called Change Yourself, Change the World. Um, actually, here, the copy, yeah. if you see it, it's really yes. bright, so you won't miss it. Um, and the, the subtitle is Transform Your Life. Uh, God, uh, transform your life from fear-based living to choosing love and seeing magic. Beautiful. Yes, I'll make sure that the link to that is in the show notes below. Um, any last words you have for our listeners who are, you know, really starting to go? Okay, I, I'm I'm ready to get out of that hole 
And uh, I, I'm seeing that there's some things that are in my awareness now that kind of scare me or make me uncomfortable. What are some tips or support you'd like to offer people? There is more love around you that you realize. Really. I mean, if you uh, open yourself, the reason you're not realizing about everything around you is because of those walls, those protections that you've created around yourself. And as soon as you start opening up just a little bit even, as soon as you start realizing and appreciating those things a little bit, you will see just the abundance of love and support around you coming from places you didn't even realize or know about. And there's so many different ways messages are going to come to you. Guidance is going to come to you. They're going to, the path is going to come clear to you. You just have to be willing to take that step and be open and receive it. Because if you're closed, and if you're trying to protect yourself like this, or you know your hands are like this, you can never receive with hands that are in a fist. You gotta open up even a little bit to be able to receive all that love and support that's around you. Thank you so much for that wisdom. Thank you for everything you've shared today. If somebody's interested in connecting with you, where can they find you? Uh, my website and social media, well, my website has all my social media links, emails, everything is on there. That's probably the best place. And that's my first name, last name.com, atusaraision.com. Excellent. Again, that will be in the show notes as well. So people can find you. I really appreciate you being here, Atusa, and, and just, again, sharing your wisdom, giving it to us in a way that we can go like, okay, I can actually, I can get out of this hole. I can, you know, there's some things I can start to do. And that it's not as scary as maybe we think it is, but it is impacting our anxiety and our stress, everybody. So it's worth addressing to simplify and to be, like you said, in that space within yourself that just feels love and peace. It's worth the work for sure. So again, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you so much. It was great. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, take a moment to leave a rating and a review. Interested in learning more about my work and the resources I have to support you in this season of your life? Check out the links in the show notes to connect and learn more. And as always, here's to finding our balance code.